Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 133 of Be With Me. Great story today. Paul is landing the third missionary journey, and he's landing in a hot LZ, a hot landing zone, and that is Jerusalem. The people around him are going to note that Jerusalem is a hot landing zone, and they're going to misinterpret what you should do about those circumstances. Even with the Spirit, they're going to get it wrong. They're going to say, don't go to Jerusalem, don't pursue this course. And Paul says, I am ready for this. So they tell Paul the wrong thing in this story. So pay attention as we've been following in the book of Acts how people are making decisions and how active the Spirit is, and those two things are kind of clashing. But what they're saying to Paul is, don't go, don't land your boat in Jerusalem. So let's listen. This is uh, a section from Acts chapter 21. It's the last few minutes of the third missionary journey. And when we had departed from them and set sail, we came by a straight course to Kos and the next day to Rhodes and from there to Patara. So these are all Greek islands over by the Ephesus area. You can go there today. It's lovely. And having found a a ship crossing to Phoenicia, we went aboard and set sail. So he's on kind of smaller ships, and then he switches ships, and then he takes this big ship across the Mediterranean. This journey here is a 600-mile journey. 200 of it or so is in probably a smaller boat and then one big crossing vessel. So he's now in the crossing vessel, verse 3. And when we had come in sight of Cyprus, leaving it on the left, we sailed to Syria. And that's where he wants to go. And landed at Tyre, for the ship was to unload its cargo. And having sought out the disciples, we stayed there for seven days. And then listen to this. And through the Spirit, they were telling Paul not to go to Jerusalem. So let's just pause there. So we have the Spirit involved through the Spirit, and then we have, uh, so we have, do you have the right God? Do you have the right Spirit? Do you have the right prophecy? And I would argue that they, they have the correct ones in all three of those things. They have the right God, they have the right Spirit, and they have the right prophecy. That is, God did his job. What they have wrong is they have the interpretation of it incorrect, and this is what they tell Paul. They were telling Paul not to go to Jerusalem. Now remember, Paul had already resolved in his spirit to go to Jerusalem, and he says, I must see Rome. He knows that something is out there. Now it's not all laid out for him. Uh, He says in, in the previous chapter, Behold, I'm going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Holy Spirit, So again, the right God, right spirit, right impression, but not all the answers, not knowing what will happen to me there. Okay, so let's go on here. So they tell Paul bad advice and say, don't go to Jerusalem. They have a bad decision. And he does keep going to Jerusalem, by the way, just to not to leave you in the lurch. Verse 5, when our days were ended, we departed and went on our journey. 
And they, with all their wives and children, accompanied us until we were outside the city. And kneeling down on the beach, we prayed. I love the Sandy prayer. And said farewell to one another. And we went aboard the ship, and they returned home. When we had finished the voyage from Tyre, we arrived at Telemus and Ptolemas, and we greeted the brothers and stayed with them for one day. On the next day, we departed and came to Caesarea. So we're in Syria, marching down the coast, getting closer and closer to Jerusalem. And we entered the house of Philip the Evangelist. We remember him from back in chapter uh, 6 with the Ethiopian uh, Jew, who was one of the... uh, one of the seven, and stayed with him. He had four unmarried daughters, again, women here in the book of Acts, who prophesied. Joel says that women are going to prophesy, so no surprise there. Verse 10, While we were staying for many days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Jerusalem. So Jerusalem kind of comes to Paul and says, And coming to us, he took Paul's belt and bound his feet and hands and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit. So again, the Spirit's involved. This is how the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. And again, the people are going to misinterpret the prophecy from the Spirit. And when we heard this, we and the people urged him not to go up to Jerusalem. And then here's the big answer. So again, we have two two examples of wailing and weeping and the Spirit being involved, but people misinterpreting it. So the Spirit is saying things are going to be tough from Jerusalem on out. And Paul, is his fate, face is set towards that, kind of like Jesus was, was set to go to Jerusalem to be crucified. Paul's is to go to Jerusalem and, and go to Rome, and who knows what's going to happen. And the people are saying, hey, it's difficult, you shouldn't go. So they're wrong, Paul's right. And here's what Paul says. Then Paul answers, what are you doing weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be imprisoned, but to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. So Paul says, I am ready. You're misinterpreting the the vision, uh, the, the spirit that you have. All right, so a couple of conclusions. So what if our Christian path ends with difficulty? What if it ends with persecutions and difficulty and pain and earthly separation? Can we say, like Paul, I am ready? Um, one of the things about this passage is the emotion, the weeping, the kneeling, the kneeling in the sand. And I would say, under the best of circumstances, life is one long goodbye, is it not? And Paul says to that, I am ready. And I think the, the question is, are, are you, am I? And almost all of our boats are going to land in a hot land, hot LZ. That is, our lives will end with difficulty, with pain or sickness or spiritual or physical separation and decay, at least aging. Aging, for heaven's sakes, is the hardest thing that most people will ever do. And so as the Spirit prompts and says and speaks, let's be careful with the correct interpretation because we have two examples here where people have the spirit involved and are making the wrong interpretation. So they're trying to commend Paul from difficulty to keep him from difficulty rather than commend him to difficulty. 
So let's find a people like this and let's find a faith like this that doesn't necessarily shirk from difficulty. Thanks for listening. We're going to find out what the people do tomorrow.